take a short break. Um, as you noticed, we uh, did not say Tachanun today, even though in the uh, Chabad tradition we usually do say Tachanun. There's other Hasidim that find a yard site or a reason not to say Tachanun uh, throughout the year. Uh, but in Chabad tradition we do say Tachanun all the time. But there's a few exceptions. It so happens that the times that our shuls daven together, uh, a few of those days on Kislev, there is on Yud Kislev today, because today we're celebrating the redemption of the Rebbe Dovber, Duber, the Mittler Rebbe, that is the son of the founder of the Chabad movement, Reb Shneir Zalman, Reb Duber, on today, on Tes Kislev, in the year Tovkuf Pei Zayin, um, that puts it like uh, 200 years ago, a little bit, uh, a little bit less than uh, we're up to Ayin, Ayin Dalit now. So Ayin, this is Pei. Uh, so it's almost it's almost 200 years ago, uh, not quite, but almost 200 years ago, he was uh, freed from prison and to. Uh, commemorate this freedom uh, it's become a sort of a semi-holiday a festive day and we know in the day of a festival uh, we don't say the Tachanon so these are, this is the only day then we have the 19th day of Kislev which is the, and the 20th day of Kislev which are both days associated with the release of the Alter Rebbe from uh, prison 19th and 20th of Kislev and then we have Yud Beis Tammuz which is the day that the previous Lubavitcher was released from prison. But those are all the days. So two of those days happen to come out now in the month of Kislev. And um, why was the Mittler Rebbe put into prison? Now, of course, in those days it's hard to uh, exactly go into the heads of the people that lived at that time. But the Hasidic movement was at its infancy at that point. And there was a lot of objection to the Hasidic movement, and we know that Jewish history has been full, unfortunately, with groups that sort of deviated, and they did not follow the path of Torah, and it led, unfortunately, to some terrible things. We had uh, some groups that led astray many, many Jewish people eventually, left altogether Judaism, they converted to other religions, and there was some concern in the religious community, what is this Hasidic uh, movement? And therefore there was opposition to it, there was objection to it. And uh, assuming the people meant well, and they were uh, trying to keep up the tradition, you can imagine today, just, I mean, just, if we just imagine if somebody came today and says, oh, I want to start a new movement. <laughs> We're going to call it, you know, something, and, you know, it wouldn't be looked on kindly by any serious people who would, you know, not, not, not accept that. It wouldn't be because we have our traditions and that's what we follow. If anybody would come and come up with something new, so it's not, no wonder that people objected to it. But, and of course, they try to stop it to various different ways. And even to slander to the government to try to stop 
the Hasidic movement was also one of the ways to slow down or to try to reverse the trend because more and more people got involved and more and more people uh, saw that this was something that they wanted to do and there was a, uh, a big concern so they did all kinds of things so in any event one of the things that the uh, Alter Rebbe, that's the father of Duber, what he established was to give tzedakah, to have everybody give tzedakah, especially to the people, the poor people in Israel. Because what happened was, after the passing of the Magid of Mezrich in Tovkuf uh, Lamed Gimel, he passed away in Yuteskist of Tovkuf Lamed Gimel, and after his passing, there was a uh, a group of Hasidim, the main the older Hasidim, the older students of the Magid, they couldn't take the uh, difficulties of the uh, people that opposed the Hasidim, it was very hard for them, and they decided they're going to move to Israel. So they, a whole leadership moved to Israel. Matter of fact, the Alter Rebbe of Zaman originally went along with them, he was going to go to Israel as well. And they begged him, and they convinced him eventually to stay, that they need him to stay back home, to hold up sort of the fort and keep the Hasidic movement alive. And they saw that the Alter Rebbe is the one that can do it. But the people, when they came to Israel, they had no means of sustaining themselves. There was, it was a, a totally desolate land. There was no, nothing for them to do. There was no money, zero. And they were just literally starving. And we, we're talking about a couple hundred families that were there, uh, Unfortunately, one of the boats that was supposed to make its way to Israel actually sunk, and many of them perished on the, in, in, in the, in the, in the sea, at sea. But those who made it, a large group made it, they had no way of sustaining themselves. So the Alter Rebbe established at that time funds, which is the Kolal Chabad, or today you have all the different tzedakahs, Kol Rabbi Meir Bal Hanes, all the different tzedakah funds, because those were meant for the people, the poor people, and these were great giants, these were very holy and distinguished and outstanding scholars and, uh, and, and, and great people. And they made these tzedakah monies so that they should collect for them. There was actually an obligation, every family, and if you look in some of the Alter Rebbe's writing in the back of the Tanya, the, the, the fifth section, uh, the fourth section, Igeris HaKodesh, there's many letters over there and many more that are not printed there are dedicated to encouraging and requesting that people support the poor people in Eretz Yisrael to sustain them that they have, uh, they're able to sustain themselves. And after the passing of the Alter Rebbe, the Mittler Rebbe continued that tradition. So they would raise money for tzedakah and the Mittler Rebbe uh, also collected large sums of money. So somehow there was some documentation with the uh, uh, amounts of money that were sent that one of those documents was forged and they put in like a number one in front of the number over there and that turned out to be some uh, enormous a very large sum of money. And it sounded like the Mittler Rebbe was able, uh, Rebbe Duber, he was able to raise such kind of astounding sums of money, and he's giving it to Tzedakah, supposedly to Eretz Yisrael, 
but the um, the government of uh, Israel at that time was under the uh, uh, the, the Turkish government at the time, and the, the uh, and they didn't get along. So to them, using that as documentation, that showing that he's lodging this, that he's getting this great large amount of money to send it to an enemy country, was enough to arrest the Mittler Rebbe and to uh, cause you know a whole investigation. And but Baruch Hashem, you know, after. Uh, several weeks and uh, being uh, investigated and very thoroughly uh, going through some of the teachings and the other the other complaint was that the majority of the Jewish community isn't happy with the Hasidic teachings was not happy with what they're doing so they went and they made their own investigation and they came to the conclusion that it's not the case and that this was uh, really fabricated and that the uh, Rebbe is no enemy of the of the of the country, and that uh, Hasidic uh, teaching and doctrine is something which is uh, very well accepted by the masses. And the uh, Mitla Rebbe was freed on the tenth day of Kislev, and that's why they make this day a celebration. That's why we don't say the Tachron. As mentioned yesterday, the unfortunate thing is that exactly a day before the year, so the next year. Um, the Mittler Rebbe himself, Duberex, the, the Mittler Rebbe, he expected and he told the people, I want you to be uh, celebrating my uh, day of liberation, to be happy. But the Mittler Rebbe was very ill at the time. He actually traveled to the uh, gravesite, to Hadich, to his um, father's uh, place, resting place, to pray there. And on his way home, uh, he got so ill that he was stuck in, 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 the, in the city over there in Nezhin, that was the place where he's, where he's actually interned. And he didn't make it back home to Lubavitch, which was the city where he lived. He didn't make it back home. And he's actually interned, the oval from the Mittler Rebbe's in the city of Nezhin, that's where his uh, resting place is. And he, but he was telling the people before he passed away, he was telling them, uh, that they should be happy, they should be besimcha. And the Hasidim said, how could we be besimcha? You know, the Rebbe is so, he's not feeling well, how could we be besimcha? But um, the Rebbe said, the Rebbe said, and uh, of course it was very, very difficult that first year, but in the following years, uh, this was one of the days that was established that we don't say tachnon and we use that celebration to commemorate Hashem's miracle of the freedom that was granted to the, to the Mittler Rebbe. Who's in the other one? Who's in the other one?